You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. It's been called one of the great Kiwi sporting feats of 2023. Hamilton's Simon Cochrane has won the iconic Ultramarathon World Championship in Kona, Hawaii to be crowned world champion while smashing the race record by 44 minutes. That is massive. There are three days of racing. The event starts with a 10k ocean swim, then a 145, uh, 145k cycle. That's on day one. Day two, back on the bike for a 276k ride. And on day three, the small matter of a double marathon, 85 kilometres of running. That is 515 kilometres, which Simon Cochran completed in 20 hours and 57 minutes. The previous record was 21 hours, 41 minutes. Incredible. Simon Cochran with us. Was a, ro- a world record on your mind going into the event? Um, no, not really. I mean, I had prepared well. I've got a big history in Ironman triathlon, so I was, I was confident that I was going to go all right. And then, yeah, just sort of really attacked the, the few days and, and had a good, good race. What does preparation look like for you? So, I mean, my normal training week over the last, I guess, 10 years has sort of been that 15 to 25 hours of endurance work. Um, but building up for the specific Ultraman, that sort of got upgraded to around that 25 to 30 hours with some big key sessions, um, like, you know, some some 10K swims in the pool and some 300K bike rides, and then just building the run volume across the year. I mean, I, I've run over 30 marathons in training this year, so just getting your body used to that uh, that grind of the long long training days. How do you how do you approach it mentally? Is there a massive mental challenge here as well? Yeah, huge. Especially when you're actually trying to to race the distance. Um, like I could go out any day of the week and complete it, but when you're trying to really push the limits and and race across the three days and get the most out of yourself, then on the actual race day, it's probably upwards of eighty to ninety percent mental. What is the most challenging part of the three days? They all seem pretty rigorous, but what's is there any part of the race that is more challenging than than other parts? Um, I mean, it is managing that the entirety of the three days. Like any one day by itself is still a big day. Like even for me, when I'm I'm going at record pace, it's still uh, six to seven hours of of racing as as hard as you can, really. So each particular day. Um, yeah, it just has its own challenges. But for most people, that day three run when you've got double marathon, you know, 85Ks uh, nonstop on some pretty tired legs, and especially in Hawaii when you've got the heat and the wind and the elements to battle as well. So how much of an element is there on the first couple of days of making sure you've got gas in your tank for day three? Yeah, big time. Like Especially the swim over in Hawaii because the water temp's 27 degrees. But you have to wear a wetsuit because it's their jellyfish and stinger season, so you need it for protection, but that does make the swim um, yeah, overheated a lot in the water. So it is getting out onto the bike and managing your hydration, nutrition, but then also that evening getting enough uh, calories in so that you're not starting the next day too depleted. And then obviously that multiplies again with the massive 280k ride on day two and then trying to get enough in but not going too crazy that you upset your stomach for the, the day three uh, run. 
and and presumably these are early starts as well. So sleep would be at a premium too, wouldn't it, over the three days? Yeah, yeah, I never have too much issue sleeping. No, I'd imagine um, not. No, I wouldn't imagine dropping <laughs> off dropping off to sleep would be too much of an issue, but waking up from a sleep might be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You wake up and your body's <laughs> aching and you're, um, it's pretty daunting at the start of the day. But also because you've had quite a lot of sugar and uh, caffeine the day before, um, you can be a little bit wired and sort of lie there. But in general, I think because I'm used to the bigger training volume anyway, I, I don't have too much of an issue with, with sleep. From here, then, you know, you've obviously this is something now that uh, that has become part of your DNA. Is there another event to look forward to? What presumably not this year, but what's um what's an, on the horizon for you? Uh, yep, I'm off to Taupo seventy point three in five days, so I'll race that next Saturday. <laughs> okay, so there is. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy racing, and if I if my body feels okay, then yep, I'll I'll jump back into that. There's, I've got a bunch of athletes that I coach that are racing, so I was going to be down there anyway. And, yeah, never never miss a chance to, to have a good race. Did you involve yourself in a bunch of other sports growing up? I did every sport growing up, so I didn't really get into like Ironman and stuff till I was about 25. So at school I was playing rugby, I was doing rock climbing, I raced motocross, I did kickboxing. Um, so, yeah, big big range of team and individual sports. And then really sort of... Got into triathlon, um, the, the long distance pretty much straight away. I was drawn to that and seemed to suit me pretty well. What is the attraction of of longer course? Because obviously we look at Olympic triathlon and it's um you know it's it's bang bang bang. But what is the attraction of the longer course stuff for you and the very long stuff like Ultraman? Yeah, I think more the the mental side of things nowadays. Um, you can obviously get yourself in good physical shape but you can have two people in the exact same fitness but it comes down to yeah who's willing to to dig deep and who's done the the mental preparation which I really enjoy um, especially racing some of the younger fitter guys but still still being able to deal to them. What does that mental preparation look like? Well I mean I've got 15 years of endurance training now so you're just learning how you deal with yeah the hard hard parts of not only races but um week-to-week training so it's just getting the most out of yourself every day and just always choosing that hard option choosing the hard sessions and and not backing down and then that gives you the confidence when you get to race day to know that you've done everything in your power in the prep um and there's no no questions or anything that pops up in your mind I remember talking to Roa Hamish Bond last year and he said something which really interested me and that was that you have to learn to almost enjoy pain. Uh, is that something that you've had to learn as well? Yeah, I think so because if you're, if you're feeling that pain when you're racing or training, you know that you're digging deep. Um, you know that you're pushing yourself and you're, you're trained smart enough, you're going to adapt from that. Um, and I know if I'm racing and I'm feeling some pain, then I know that everyone else who I'm, I'm racing will be feeling the same if not more well it's an outstanding achievement uh what you've uh what you've done in hawaii world champion lowering the previous race record uh it it probably couldn't have gone any better could it you must reflect back now and and have a huge degree of satisfaction yeah i think especially because it's the 40th anniversary um and i was going there to obviously number one goal was was to win but then also to, to hold a course record on on that hawaiian course would be pretty special um, and the previous five quickest times were all within about five or six minutes. Um, 
so yeah, to take forty four minutes off that course record uh, is is pretty pretty special. Absolutely incredible, mate! Congratulations and thanks for joining us. Ultraman World Champion Hamilton's Simon Cochran. For more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.